cause of death unknown. Camino and Dr. Nola Say was unable to find the cause of an illness in Clone Trooper Top. In a desperate attempt to save his friend's life, Fives located and removed a tumor from Tup's brain with the help of medical droid AZ-3. Immediately following the procedure, Tup died, and Fives was placed under arrest. Now the tumor is the only hope to finding answers for Tup's mysterious illness. Once again, Bucketheads, Mavar Tigar. Welcome to our 223rd incredibly investigative episode of MandoVision. I am your host, Nargai Tom. And thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. We're so glad you're here. Reach out to us on social media. We're at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow, and share this show with all the Mandalorians in your covert. All right, Buckethead Nation, how are you doing? I hope you're enjoying our rewatch of Season 6 of Star Wars The Clone Wars because it's been it's been something else to kind of come back to these episodes now. Uh, a lot of you out there are aware the premise of the rewatch series is, is I'm the one rewatching them for the first time since they originally aired. Uh, so so touching base with, with uh, these episodes uh, has been enlightening. And in many, many regards, like, I, I, you know, I remember the episodes by and large, uh, uh, but being able to look at the material now uh, with, with sort of new eyes, if you will, has been a very rewarding process. So going through these episodes uh, since, since season one has been a delight. And now that we're here in season six, uh, a season uh, a tragically cut short, uh, where they're really raising the stakes of the stories they're telling and putting the, you know, just kind of like pulling the layers back, you know, kind of peeling the, that prequel era Star Wars onion uh, and, and, and getting some real, some real substance out of it, you know? It's, it's really, really great stuff. My, my biggest criticism of the Star Wars prequel films has always been that they're just sort of bookends, uh, and I want that material that's, that's in the middle, and this is that juicy, juicy middle. It's that, that the center of the burger that's oh so tasty and flavorful. And, and uh, <laughs> I'm not making myself hungry. But <laughs> I think you all know what I'm getting at here with that. Uh, so 
here we are in the thick of this four episode arc that's uh, going into the inhibitor chip it's uh, you know kind of alluding to the idea that someone might figure out about order 66 ahead of schedule uh so we're, we're getting into some really deep mythology stuff here for star wars and the idea that that a clone is on the verge of uncovering the, the massive conspiracy and the role in which they will play in it uh, is, is just really compelling Star Wars. Uh, and I, I'm a big, big fan of this arc. And it's, it's not until, well, I think by the end of this episode, we, we get the feeling that this will have a tragic ending. And, ooh, there's a lot of things that don't sit well with me on that one because I am a big fan of Fives. And, uh... Yeah, it's 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 it just feels like it's not going to be a good ending for fives. Spoilers <laughs> for a show that's almost an episode that's almost ten years old. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be fun to talk about this one. So I'm ready to get into it. If you guys are, uh, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. We'll get our particulars out of the way right now. So go ahead. No, go ahead. Whatever. <laughs> this is Star Wars: The Clone Wars season six. Episode 3, Fugitive. Original air date, March 7th, 2014. Directed by Danny Keller, written by Katie Lucas. Our primary cast for this week. D. Bradley Baker is the Clone Troopers. Ben Diskin is AZ3. Uh, Gwendolyn Yao is Nalase. Tassa Valenza is Shaq T. Corey Burton is Lord Tyrannus. Tom Kane is our narrator. And whew, they do a great job. They, they, I'll just leave it at that. I... I I love this. I love this arc. It's so good. Our plot this week. Tup's body is transported back to Coruscant, where it is to be examined by the Chancellor's personal physician, while Fives furtively investigates, investigates his death with the help of a droid. Not just any droid. AZ-3. Come on, guys. AZ-3 absolutely killing it in this arc. Uh, in particular, uh, his survival modes come in very, very handy. And... Uh, I don't know. If you come out of this arc and you're not a big fan of AZ-3, what are you even doing here? That droid kicks. And I love it. So, yeah. Our Jedi fortune cookie for this week. When in doubt, go to the source. And, uh, listen, I'm a fan of that idea, too. Uh, because, again, this episode kind of becomes... I don't want to say like like a crime noir kind of thing, necessarily, but I love the investigative aspects of this episode. Fives kind of getting in, running around to Palka City, getting into things, looking at data, him and AZI, AZI, AZ3, uh, just crushing it as, as far as like, you know, little, uh, little, little, uh, 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 PI team, basically. It's, it's, it's a fun concept. I would, I would watch a show that is Fives and AZ3 just running around investigating, uh, conspiracies within the, 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 the Republic. It would have been an amazing series. It's a lost opportunity, friends. All right. Well, that being said, let's just go ahead, get into the episode in particular. You know what that means. It is time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. I want this specimen and all the data prepared for transit to the Jedi Temple. The Chancellor said the tumor and data was to be sent directly to the medical facility on Coruscant, not the Jedi Temple. And it will get there. But after the Jedi have run an analysis on it first... I protest. I must personally deliver the tumor to the Chancellor as ordered. You can protest all you want. My word is final. So there's Nalase doing the Nalase things that we've seen these past few episodes. 
existing to keep the conspiracy unknown, right? Doing what she believes she has to do to uh, honor the, the terms of their employment. You know, obviously Nalase knows a lot of what's going on and what's to come. And it's sort of interesting the layers of deception involved in the Kaminoan relationship with the New Republic. Uh, so it's it's all – I love all this stuff. I think it's all very, very super interesting. You know, they, they keep referencing uh, the, the deal struck with Sifo-Dyas, but they report to Tyrannus, who reports to Sidious, who – you know, it, like there's there's so much level of – so many levels of deception in, in this – revealed in this arc that it's fascinating to kind of dive into and, and begin to kind of see the inner workings of how – uh, how the, the 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 machinations, the complexity of of all of Sidious's plans that he has in play here, uh, and 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 sort of the manipulation of the Kaminoans is is paramount to it, because now he's got them uh, working against the New Republic, who's paying their fees basically for this this clone army. Uh, it's 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 just wild stuff when you when you when you start to kind of uh, just dive into into the complexity of it all. I mean, it's it's a lot. <laughs> there's a, there's so much going on, and I, I wish they would have had the opportunity to sort of uh, spend more time, kind of breaking down these different relationships and 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 uh, uh, I don't know, like different uh, uh, lines of deception, right? You know, like how did this or originate? You know, obviously it originates through Sifo-Dyas, but how much do the Kaminoans realize that Sifo-Dyas was uh, sort of a pawn of of Sidious at that point? You know, it's it's who is again through Tyrannus as his agent? Uh, you know, it's 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 all just I, I love it all. It's the complexity, the 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 duplicitousness of it all, uh, the wheels within wheels that that Palpatine's playing. You know, he's playing three D chess, and the Repu- rest of the Republic and the Jedi are playing checkers. You know, it's uh, it's it's something else to behold. That is that is for certain. Uh, but Shaq T puts her fist, her puts her foot down, and the Jedi are gonna are gonna get their chance to examine. This just this corrupted chip that was in Tup, and and you know then and that's like the real danger that Nellisay has to try and get ahead of because if the Jedi analyze that chip and find out what it's actually there to do and not just you know they they, they really hammer home in this episode that the inhibitor chip is to uh, keep the clones from being too aggressive, keeping them more docile and and uh, um, uh, open to orders, right? Like that's something that we that goes back to what was said in Attack of the Clones when we were first being introduced to the clones when Kenobi's on the tour of the facility. You know, that that they can't have that that fierce independent streak that Jango Fett had. So, like, this inhibitor chip is, is for that. But there's also something else going on there. They neglect to mention that part of it, but they, they keep hammering home that, like, hey, these clones need to have this chip or they're not going to be a, a, a loyal, orderable army. Um, and it's... Again, they don't dive into it too deeply. Uh, the, the the notion that that the clones are somewhat uh, restrained and altered because of this chip, uh, Fives seems to hint at it a lot and seems to want to get into it a little bit more. Uh, but they, they you know it, it's Star Wars and they never pull that particular thread too hard. They just kind of tug on it enough so we know it's there and and that allows us to have these sort of conversations amongst ourselves as fans, which I think is really really fun. And you know that's a nice element of it too. And uh, there there's a big thread that they they again they sort of skirt around a little bit but that's not until the end of the episode if you've watched the episode you know exactly where i'm going to go with it so well but we'll talk about that at the end uh so shakti puts her fist down nala say not a fan of it and then like nala say like not even trying to be like clever (laughs) 
<laughs> just just wait till Shock T turns her back and just starts switching cases around, you know, with the, with the help of a droid. And I'm just like, Shock T, come on, you you are getting punked right now. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, I'm gonna turn my back on that Kaminoan. Like, you can't trust that Kaminoan. What are you doing? Anyways, that she turns her back and the Kaminoan does what that Kaminoan's gonna do, switches the chips around. Meanwhile, our good friend Five has got bigger problems ahead, as does AZ Three. So let's go ahead and, and see their encounter in the hallway. Now, Fives is under the impression he's just got to go pass a test, and then he's being sent to the 501st. Uh, AZ-3 has news for him. AZ-3. Hello, Arc Trooper Fives. I regret that we were unable to heal your friend. Yeah, me too. Are you going to be reprogrammed as well? Nah, AZ, I'm going back to the front. That is not what I heard. I heard your mind was going to be wiped, and that you would be reassigned here and placed on sanitation detail. We can still be friends, assuming we both remember each other after our memories have been erased. So that changes things. And and these these uh, Kamenyo and clone troopers that just sort of allow this conversation to happen. <laughs> like, maybe they should have their guns more at the ready because uh, the idea that Fives is just willingly going to go and have his memory erased uh, is uh, laughable at best. And <laughs> I I enjoy this this escape. AZ-3 and, and Fives on the run after they, they beat down some... Well, AZ-3 doesn't really beat down anybody, but Fives does. And that begins our uh, action-packed escape from the from Topaka City, but not before they go back to the room where Fives just was, the, the cell that he was just in. And they discover that Nalase switched the containers, that they that she in particular is keeping Tups's uh, uh, tumor with her, with the corrupted chip with her, so that she can deliver it to Palpatine. She's going to be given. She's uh, 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 you know, giving the runaround to, to Shakti. Shakti's now got like an empty case or, 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 or a dummy uh, sample. I don't, you know, I don't know what's in that case exactly, but it's not what Shakti thinks is going to be in there. So now the possession of, of Tups's chip is in Fives's custody, and, and specifically AZ3's custody. And that launches them uh, to cause a diversion, right? They, they, they steal a shuttle, they're trying to escape. When in actuality, uh, there it's a diversion so that they can circle back to Tavaka City and investigate, going to the source like our Jedi Fortune Cookie says, and, and this is when you get the fun moment with Az. I mentioning his various survival modes, and one of them is to turn himself into like something of a miniature uh, speeder bike kind of thing uh, that that Fives is able to take from the seas around Tavaka City back to the city itself, uh, while the uh, Topaka City forces monitor a shuttle that they are no longer in. So pretty effective plan by our ARC Trooper Fives. And yeah, it's good stuff. I'm here for all of it. So now I want to go ahead and cut to a conversation that Nalase has with Count Dooku, a.k.a. Lord Tyrannus. And let's check it out right now. Lord Tyrannus, you summoned me. Prime Minister Lamassu tells me there has been a complication. What has happened to the inhibitor chip? It was stolen by a renegade clone. What does this clone know? Nothing as of yet. He's just a soldier after all. However, he was a friend to the clone which malfunctioned. 
This behavior is unsettling. First the malfunctioning clone, and now a renegade. Are you certain these soldiers will live up to your design in the end? I am certain. The malfunction to the inhibitor chip is an aberration. And how do you explain the renegade? I'm afraid the Jedi have inspired creative thinking in some of the clones. That is the cause of this type of divergent behavior. Will this interfere with Protocol 66? No, I am certain of that. Find the Renegade clone immediately, and make sure you recover the chip. The true nature of the inhibitor chip must not be discovered by the Jedi. Yes, Lord Tyrannus. So there it is again. And as I discussed last in the last episode, uh, you know, they, they, they were very specific that Sifo-Dyas wanted Protocol 66 to exist uh, for, to, to put rogue Jedi in their place. So, again, the, the levels of deception here are of interest because do the Kaminoans suspect all these Jedi could go rogue at any minute? Is that the impression they're under from, from this protocol? Or do they suspect something else? Because uh, you would think that from that conversation that, that what Dooku is, is implying is, is supremely significant to what's going on here. And again, you know, maybe the hood is obscuring the idea that the Kaminoans realize that Lord Tyrannus and Count Dooku are the same person. Uh, is, is that part of the deception as well? I don't know. I mean, again, it's one of the, one of the uh, quirks of the Star Wars galaxy is that you throw on a hood and a cloak and nobody knows who you are. And it's, it's like Superman and, you know, Clark, Clark King wearing glasses. You know, it's, it's one of those sort of things that it doesn't seem like it'd be that big a deal in, in the real world. Like, oh, no, there's, there's, my buddy, there's my buddy Mike with a cloak on. Okay, cool. <laughs> You're not like, hey, who's that cloaked man? It looks like my buddy Mike, but isn't. And, you know, it's one of those things. So I, again, I have some questions. Uh, that I, I, It feels like they don't know that Dooku and Tyrannus are the same person. Because... Again, then, then that you would think the Kaminoans would kind of deduce, like, well, why are we communicating with the leader of the Separatists for the army that they're fighting against? Now, again, the Kaminoans are driven by, well, we're not entirely certain what they're driven by, scientific advancement or the, the, the gobs of money that they're making from the Republic and, and possibly from the Separatists, if that's the case, by getting this information. But it seems to be separate. that They don't realize that Tyrannus and Dooku are one and the same and, and that by reporting to them that they're, they're doing anything wrong except honoring the will of Sifo-Dyas who initiated the contract. Um, again, I'm curious. I'd love to know more about all of that. And I'm try, I've been racking my brain trying to remember if they get to any of this in the, in the, in the Count Dooku Jedi Lost uh, um, story they did. Uh, I think it was, was it an audiobook first and then they made it into a novel? I can't remember exactly. It's a great story. And it, 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 it highlights, it, it sort of, foreshadows a lot of this stuff, but I don't think they get into any of these specific details. Um, but my memory is not as good as it used to be, so that's something to consider. All right, let's check back in and see where uh, Fives and AZ3 and their investigation is right now. All right, so here we go. Let's go ahead and check it out. They're in. This is Fives and AZ3 in the Genetic Hall of Records. This is the Genetic Records Hall. It contains data on the original DNA of every being we have ever cloned. 
We will compare the tumor's DNA versus that of Django Fett, the original donor. If any tumor like this has been noted before, we will find it. The tumor, please. Nothing. What? The sample doesn't match anything found in the Django Fett genotype. Furthermore, it is not even completely organic. It is foreign to the body. Someone implanted it there. An implant? You mean this isn't an accident? Someone did this to Tup? Precisely. Alright, so their presence in the genetic records hall does not go unnoticed. Shakti and her forces close in and try to apprehend Fives in AZ-3. And, you know, they're, they're, they want Fives alive. Sunblasts only, that sort of thing. It's, it's, it's happening. But, but Fives eludes them. Remember, they're not just dealing with another uh, uh, clone trooper. You know, Fives is, Fives is Ark. He's advanced Republic commando, right? Uh, and he's got the skills. And, yeah, he makes his escape. So he and AZ-3 uh, crawling through the ductwork here in Topaka City, uh, kind of reevaluating what they've just learned here. I like this sequence. I'm going to play it again because uh, a Fives makes a, a very sound deduction, uh, and I, I, I like this moment a lot. Did you get all the information you needed? Mostly. We know that the tumor is a foreign material and was implanted for an unknown reason. However, there is still so much we do not know about it. For example, at what stage was it introduced to Clone Top? And why? What is this thing? Why would someone put it in Top? I believe this is an organic chip built out of cells. What's it for? I do not know. So this is a big move by Fives right here to to go into his own head. So he so uh, has so much belief that uh, this wasn't an isolated incident. This isn't just happening to Tup. This could be happening to the rest of his brothers out there. That there's some again. He's he's beginning to sense the conspiracy around the clones. That there's something far more sinister going on with all of them than they have ever been able to think of right like again the idea this is this is all new to the clones they they had they maybe have been aware that their behaviors and things like that have been more modified and more controlled but the idea of an implant in there uh is something that they were not privy to so this is something of a big revelation for fives and his decision to have it removed because he saw what it did to tup when it became corrupted and malfunctioning uh, again, he's gathering evidence of this conspiracy, but at the same time, I think he's also uh, uh, trying to hedge his bets that, that this thing could go wrong in him too and make him kill a Jedi, and he doesn't want to do that. Uh, 
you know, he doesn't want to turn against the Republic. It's all about being a loyal soldier, doing his duty. Uh, these are, are like Fi's primary objectives kind of kind of situation here. And this chip malfunctioning and making him go crazy would would impair that ability, right? He would harm a general. He would he would commit treason against the, the Grand Army of the Republic. So he makes the decision to let AZ three do the surgery, get the chip out of him, and I mean, listen, spoilers, it goes well. <laughs> they get the chip out. Now they have a, a healthy chip in their position to compare to the chip that malfunctioned in Tup's, in, in Tup. And that is big, big evidence here. It's like, if, if Nala Say has sweat glands, she's got to be uh, sweating profusely from what, every part of her body that would, that would produce sweat. I don't want to get into Kevin Owen physiology. No, thank you. Didn't don't want to take that class. So, it's a big move, and this this gives a lot of ammunition to to fives and in, in the notion that there's something going on here that the Kaminoans are wrapped up in, and that they're keeping from the Jedi, that they're keeping from the Republic, and from the clones themselves. So, it's 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 a big move. And now, after the chip's been removed, it's time to figure out just when exactly. Are they getting implanted? Though before we get to that scene, I want to I want to play. <laughs> I just, just want to play the little bit here where uh, Fives plans the next move. Here he's coming out. He's he's up after the surgery. He seems to be doing just fine. AZ three is a little concerned that that something similar to what happened to Tup will happen to Fives now. But Fives looks no no the worse no worse for wear. Definitely not like in, in any kind of condition like like Tup was. So. Now, it's time for the next part of Fi's plan. Again, he's beginning to see what's going on here. He's beginning to start to see the outline of a plan against the clones, of a plot against the clones. So he makes his next move. I need to know if more clones than just Tup and I have these. And when we were implanted with them. My analysis suggests implantation took place at the earliest stage of development. Most likely when you and Tup were only embryos. Then we have to start there. And that's just what they're going to do. So now Fives and AZ3 have to uh, infiltrate this, the embryo chamber, right? And, and to do so, they have to go through uh, one of those, those war game chambers, you know, where, you're, where the younger, the Daniel Logan uh, from episode two, where they were learning strategies and battle tactics and all those things. They had those funny little hats on their head. Uh, they go through a chamber like that that's being watched over by two Kaminoans. And uh, uh, Fives wants them to play it, play it cool, play it normal. Uh, but AZ3 does not do a good job at that. And it's a pretty funny scene, I'm not going to lie. I laughed. But these Kaminoans, they let them pass, but they send an alert directly to Nalase, who then begins to move her forces to that location uh, ahead of Shakti. But Shakti is actually this time paying attention to what Nalase is doing and uh, decides it's time for her forces to maybe do a little following of their own. Meanwhile, Fives and AZ3 are scanning embryos, and we'll just go ahead and play the sequence. There's a lot of mechanical, computer-automated chirping, whirling noises, but bear with me. Nothing. I will now try a stage three embryo. There it is. Ah, try another. Based on this data, I can calculate how many in this tree are altered. 
lot. I can't believe it. They all have one. Don't move! Okay, so... Now we're gonna play the bit where... Nalase enters the room alone. I forget, she didn't have forces with her. She came alone to discuss the situation with with fives. And it's, uh, well, listen, let's just go ahead and play the sequence. Go ahead. All right, you ready? Here we go. Don't move. Why are you doing this? I know what you've done. What is it that you think I have done? How do you explain this? That is a structural inhibitor chip, which is supposed to prevent you from being aggressive, like your source, Jango Fett. Jedi Master Sifo Dyas instructed us to implant them during your growth cycle. The Jedi? The Jedi had this done to us? It is not uncommon to have inhibitors placed in a clone. I have analyzed this one, and apparently it has failed. Up until this point, there has never been a problem. Well, you have got a big problem now. Don't move! All right, I want to pause it here, because you, you you only hear it a little bit on the audio, but uh, if hopefully you rewatch the episode and you, you see what I see, which is which is Fives using that, that the barrel of his blaster to sort of uh, poke at, punch at Nalase's face. And something about that I really enjoy. Uh, and he does it repeatedly in, in this final exchange here, now that Shakti's forces are in play. And... Again, you won't, you probably won't pick it up on the audio unless you know exactly what that sound is like. But I just love him just pushing at her with the barrel of that blaster. Something about that amuses me because she's being – she is so cold in in these episodes with her in them. Uh, again, not like we see her in Bad Batch where she has obviously developed an affection for Omega. Um, you know, an affection on – not more affection – versus the little she has here doesn't necessarily mean that she's a changed being by any stretch but uh, she she does seem to have some sort of of, of consideration of, for omega's well-being but, you know maybe it's ba p more purely based on scientific purposes but it's at least better than the cold calculating indifference that she shows to the clone troopers here all right let's go go ahead and play this now uh, there's a big bit in here that I want to get into and you know what it is if you've watched the episode but here we go Drop your weapon. Master Jedi, I know what's going on. I have the evidence. The Jedi instructed that inhibitor chips be implanted in us at birth, but Tup's malfunctioned. That's what made him lose control. Where is the evidence? I have it right here. As you can see, the chip taken from Clone Trooper Tup is black and rotting, indicating a malfunction of some sort. What caused the malfunction? It doesn't matter. The fact is, Tup's chip malfunctioned, and it drove him insane. These chips have to be removed. Otherwise, the entire Republic Army could be compromised. There is no proof of that. This is an isolated incident. Besides, when you removed Trooper Tup's chip, he died. Well, that's not gonna happen to the rest of us. And how do you know that? Because I removed mine. Here is Clone Trooper 5's chip. As you can see, there is no sign of malfunction in either him or the chip. By removing your chip, you are a threat. Master Jedi, we must terminate this trooper immediately. Okay, I'm going to pause it right there because, again, so far what, what they're saying 
is is accurate. There's no deception in play here on on Nalase's part. Yes, there's more to the chip than we're being told at this point, but they don't seem to realize that right now. Fives is more uh, indignant over the fact that they have this inhibitor chip and that the, their 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 behavior is is being sort of modified and controlled to an extent. That's the the basis of Fives' outrage at this point. You know, not suspecting that there's more going on here. Shaq T, much the same, has no idea that there's more going on here than the behavior modification chip that had been established back in episode two itself. But we as the audience know from all the other scenes in these episodes, the conversations with with Tyrannus and Sidious, that these chips are also paramount to Order 66. And, you know, we're we're beginning to realize that the, the... well, they, they tell us very explicitly that the two things are very much connected. That was all glossed over in episode two. <laughs> but, you know, they, don't, uh, they didn't mention that on Kenobi's tour. No, sir, they did not. Uh, but let's go ahead and he- hear Shaq T's uh, response to all of this. I am not a piece of hardware. I'm a living being. You were created in our laboratories. You are Kaminoan property. Correction. Technically, he is property of the Republic. That does not change the fact that he is a danger and must be terminated. I I will stop right there because you know exactly where I'm going. You know it. It's what this entire section of the podcast, this entire Star Wars Clone Wars rewatch series is predicated on. The Republic has a slave army and Shaq T says it right there. Property. Now she says it with a bit of a twinge of, uh, I don't know if, like, I don't know what word I want to use here. She, she says it in a, with, with a specific tone that maybe she doesn't necessarily agree with the word, but she doesn't have a better one for it, that's for sure. So again, the Jedi, who will fall, don't even realize the, 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 the noose has been, has been put around their necks since the start of this war because they are using a slave army, and that goes against everything the Jedi are supposed to be about. So... The fact that she says that, and, and, and again, she says it with a, with a certain tone that makes me think that she's not a fan of the word either, and maybe not a fan of the clone army in general, but she is a general in the Grand Army of the Republic. She does employ clones and send them to their deaths. Um, it's, it's just one of those moments you know, where, where you just realize that the Jedi can't escape their fate. There's just no hope of it, right? Even even if they became aware of Order 66, the, the, look at how much darkness they've shrouded themselves in in the Clone Wars. And, and again, Sidious probably had seven backup plans in case something went wrong with Order 66, in case something went wrong with the Clone Army. Um, but, but, again, I think this is, like, you know, this is the hand he feels is the strongest, of, of all the different plans he probably has in place. So he has to protect that. But the, but the idea that the Jedi don't seem to understand anything that's happening around them is, is mind-boggling to me. And again, highlights why their fall was, was, was almost preordained to happen. All right, let's go ahead and close this out. I believe that's for me to decide. Fives, you are coming with me to Coruscant. I think it's time you told your story to the Chancellor. Master Jedi, I beg you to reconsider. The Chancellor wanted all the data on top to be sent to Coruscant. We're sending the data, the tumor, and fives along with it. Then I am going with you. 
As you wish, Doctor. Thank you for believing in me, General. It is not a matter of belief, Fives. It is simply the right thing to do. It looks like you got what you wanted. Thanks to you. I'll see you on the other side. The other side of what? <laughs> ah, druids. All right, so that's the end of the episode. And I, I love the irony of, of Shaq T saying, it's the right thing to do, even though I just said I have a slave army. That makes me laugh. That's funny stuff. That's comedy gold right there, my friends. Uh, and again, you know, they're, they're playing this hopeful, optimistic music, but we all know what they just said ain't good. And that's, oh, yeah, we're going to take fives. This guy who's beginning to uh, uh, uncover a conspiracy to have a conversation with Chancellor Palpatine, the orchestrator of said conspiracy. This can't go well. And the fact that like Fives gets on this, this gurney to be towed away, and then when the next episode starts, we see him strapped to it. My friends, that is a recipe for tragedy right there. Strapped to a gurney. Nala Say still in play because she's coming with them now. She has to do her duty to protect the secrets, right? And a meeting with the orchestrator of everything. Fives, this, this has tragedy written all over it for you, my friend. I'm so, so sorry because I love you so much. Oh boy, what a great episode! This is one is it's it's awesome. It has like the, the the whole investigative process that they do in here. All of it is is standout, spectacular stuff. I really really dig this one. Uh, again, it's the third part of four, and it looks like again they play this hopeful, optimistic music. Like oh yeah, you're gonna go tell Chancellor Palpatine, and he's gonna take all the chips out. And yeah, no, my friends, that will not be happening. Just like the deflector screens will still be operational when your friends arrive, okay? It's not good. Fives, you are in so much trouble, dude. Do not go. <laughs> do not go to Coruscant. Do not go to Triple Zero. Avoid. 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 Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Any hoot. <laughs> uh, a great episode. I love this arc. It's fantastic. stuff. I give this episode nine. It's nine buckets, baby, because I love the procedural, the investigative process of it all. I love Fives and AZ3 as a team. I'd watch a show with them. It would have been phenomenal. Make it happen. Make a comic book of it. Fine by me. I'll read it. And and I think that's where we're going to stop for the day, folks, because this is a good stopping point <laughs> for, for our Star Wars The Clone Wars Rewatch podcast. Uh, I want to thank you all so much for, for checking out the episode, for supporting the show, as you always do. Buckethead Nation is the best the fan base in all of Star Wars. I'm so glad that you are here. Check us out on social media. We're at uh, Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. Email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow, and share the show with all the Mandalorians in your covert. If your podcasting platform does reviews, sweet, sweet, sweet five-star reviews are the best kind, and they really do help the small independent podcasts like us stand out, not get lost in the shuffle of all those uh, corporate podcast with all their highfalutin commercials and advertisement money get out of here we don't have time for that in this podcast i have to get on my soapbox and talk about the slave army of the republic and how it leads to the downfall of the jedi i don't have time for commercials so get over it sorry that's a bit of a tirade i apologize anyways my friends 
<laughs> we'll be back next week to wrap up this arc. This is the Metavision Podcast. I am your host, Nargai Tom. And Star Wars fans, you're the best. Keep it up. Be great Star Wars fans. Be awesome. Be amazing. Continue to be supportive of each other and everyone's ideas. And take care of yourselves and take care of each other. It's, it's a strange time in the world in general. Uh, but it seems like uh, that's the, just the constant state of affairs. But again, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Check in on, on your friends. Maybe you haven't heard from them in a while. And make sure they're doing okay too because uh, it's, it's, the dark times are upon us and we live in them. So we got to take care of each other. All right, friends? All right, let's go. We'll be back next week. Remember, this podcast can only end one way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. I suppose you'll be heading out. I'm not. You should. It's against the creed. I gave you my word. I'm with you until we both fall. You really buy into that bent of thought of? I do.